Hey everyone, welcome to the Real Estate by Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Barb Betts. And today I'm very excited to have with me Miss Chelsea Pites, who is the National Director of Social Sales for Fidelity National Title. And Chelsea and I have known each other for quite a few years, and we actually met on social media, which is why today we're going to talk all about how you can deepen and build relationships using all the social platforms. So let's get right into it. Welcome to today's episode. All right. Welcome to the show, Chelsea. I'm so excited to have you here today. And so let's just dive right in because you and I are going to have a lot to share with everyone listening. And you and I, um, how we met is a perfect reason to talk about relationships and social media. So I'm going to let you share how Barb and Chelsea met. Oh my goodness. It seems like it's a lifetime ago, but it can't possibly be. But, but years ago we met on Snapchat on a, on a platform that many people said, well, aren't you too old to be on that platform? And, but you can't find people on that platform or you can't do business. There's no professional people on that platform. And so, you know, of course, obviously none of those blanket statements were true, but, um, you know, we met on Snapchat and we met in a small real estate niche that was using Snapchat for real estate and to connect with the community. And, um, you know, we, we just took off from there. We started DMing and chatting on a regular basis. And then we would go to the same conferences when we went to conferences and see each other. We were like, oh my gosh, it's so great to actually meet you in the same room, even though we had felt like we'd already sort of seen each other's lives and families because we had seen it through our devices on a daily basis. (laughs) I mean, I think back to that as um, I remember watching you and, and learning from you because you were sharing your Chell's chat, your, your oh. daily real estate tip of the day. You can probably still say it, I'm sure, under 15 seconds. <laughs> I think I could probably say it if I could remember it. But anyways, um, and I, would, I, would, I was obsessed with what you were saying and it all made sense. But just as we're going to talk about today, how agents have to get over themselves, right? I had to get over myself and have the courage to actually message you. And then I messaged you and, oh my God, you responded. And we started a conversation and then that continued and you are absolutely correct. It developed into a face-to-face relationship at, at many of the conferences that we will one day go back to again. And then it's turned into a friendship. Like I know your family, you know, my family, we stay connected. We look for each other's stories every day. And, um, I've been to Arizona to visit you. Um, it just, this is proof. You and I are proof that a yeah. relationship can be built on social media. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, guys, Chelsea's in Arizona and I'm in California. So yes, I've come space. out to visit you. You've come out to visit me. Yes. And, and by the way, um, you are were the quintessential, oh, I can't put my face in the video. Can't, I can't do it. I, there, I just, I can't. And I remember you talking about that and that struggle. And I just can't imagine you not creating content with you in it. I mean, you're so good at it. And it's, I'm sure, absolutely positively impacted your trajectory in, in your business. Yes. And 100, so, 100. Funny, because until you, we talked about the story, I actually forgot that you were terrified in the beginning. Terrified. I was, it didn't even cross my mind until we started yeah. talking about it. <laughs> terrified. And that was what, probably about three to four years, three and a half, four years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. And so let's, let's dive right in. Let's talk about 
Because obviously real estate by relationships, that's my jam. That's what I talk about. That is what I believe I have not perfected because I'm always a learning based person, but I'm pretty darn good at. And um, I'm growing my relationships every day using all the social channels. Now, let's just clear one thing up to our, to our listeners. Chelsea is the Instagram. That's, that's her jam. She is, she will tell you that. <laughs> she is an expert in my opinion on all social platforms. But when we keep saying Instagram today, everything we're talking about can apply on, on Facebook. It can even apply as of this week on LinkedIn. Like mm, we are mm. just talking about social and using your camera. That's really what we're talking about. So yes, we're Chelsea, talking about camera first marketing. That's okay, it. I want to start there. <laughs> you know, Chelsea, for those of you that don't know, Chelsea um, has a psychology background and has done a lot of neuroscience study. She's uh, really smart in this area. And you actually know the scientific studies between camera to camera, um, face to face and building relationships in the digital world. So talk to us a little bit about the scientific end of it. So people know that we're not just crazy, that this really does work. Absolutely. And I, you know, I love to geek out about this. So, um, I started doing my research because I felt so overwhelmingly strange that, uh, I was an adult who didn't grow up with social media and was considering you and other people to be my actual friends. And I remember my family saying, who are you talking to all day? Who, who are these people? And I remember my husband saying, but they're not real people. They're not, they're not your real friends. They're just like people you're watching on TV. And I'm like, no, 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 these are real people that I'm friends with. And um, so it, it's interesting because as I started doing research, because I just couldn't get over why it felt so strange to me that I truly was having these feelings of, of friendship with people that I'd never met in the flesh was that um, our brain is really wired to recognize spaces. And there's this thing that happens within our brain. There's actually two larger areas of our brain that are dedicated just to facial recognition. Mm. And that really astounded me because, I mean, as complex as the brain is, and I'm certainly not a, an expert in the brain, but to have dedicated areas, not just one, but two dedicated areas to only recognizing faces that's when I knew there was something definitely about showing your face on camera. And the beauty is, is that your brain has no idea if you're on a screen or if you're in person. And so you can really create that trust and accelerate that trust through technology by showing your face. So that's, that's really where I was like, ah, got it clicked. And I said, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you just clicked for me. That just helped me. You are 100% correct. Our brains have no idea if you're sitting across the table for me at lunch or if I'm watching you on a screen. Mm -hmm. and people, people get it now because guess what? We've only been on a screen for months. So it's true. I mean, the, our brain has no concept if I'm seeing your face on a TV screen, on a mobile screen, in real life, it actually is going to fire those neurons in the same way as if I'm actually seeing you in person in the same room. And, and that is exactly what I want to talk about today. Cause the thing that I've noticed with my own social media engagement, as I've gotten comfortable with stories, thanks to you. And as I've got comfortable putting more of me out there and not just the houses, we'll talk about that in a second, but people really do connect with you on all parts of your life. And um, I love, I think, I believe it was you that said this, where, you know, if you do social media correctly, when someone meets you in person, 
they're going to be like, oh my gosh, you're just like you are online, or they know things about your life, or they know what your favorite coffee or wine is, or what you like to do in your spare time, or who Mason is. And if you don't know who Mason is, you have to go follow Chelsea so you can <laughs> find out that Mason is amazing. Mason explains. Right? Like if you do this right, you are going to build and deepen a relationship with the people that follow you and the people you follow. Absolutely. And, you know, I I hate to use this term, but it's the only thing that comes to mind. And I think other people can, can understand the term, but this idea of a celebrity effect and not that I'm saying uh, being a celebrity or being ego or famous or anything like that. But, you know, when we watch our favorite shows, I mean, I've seen, I mean, my husband has seen friends a million times over. I've seen sex in the city. I mean, these are characters that we start to feel an affection for, that we feel like, even though I know that this person's playing a character, you know, I, I like them and I'm rooting for them. And so the same thing happens when we're watching sort of the reality TV show of someone's life. Right. And um, we start to feel that we have things in common and, it, oh, you are, you're organizing your pantry. Funny. I'm organizing my right. pantry. Oh right. my gosh. Yeah. You're getting ready yeah. for this. I'm getting ready for this. Yeah. Uh, got a Peloton. I got a Peloton. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah. And so how it happens. And so you start to connect with people and you can't help, but, you know, sort of have an affinity for them. And, and this actually happens all the time. It's happened to me. I was, this was years ago when we were traveling and we were out of the country. So we were in a totally different country, didn't know anyone in it. And the college football game was on and we thought we're going to go watch the college game. So we had our college shirts on and we knew where our crew was in the the sports bar. You knew if you're on this team, this is your side of the the bar. If you're on this team and, you know, immediately you walk in, you don't know who any of these people are, but you're like, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, I know we're here for the team. So there is like a quick affinity that can happen with these very um, relatable, sometimes mundane feeling types of of connections. You know, what I want to, let, let's talk about real estate agents in specific, right? Because that's who, that's who this audience that's listening is. Um, so we've got real estate agents who know that social media works to a point. They know that something good's going on over there. If you haven't realized that when you work the way I do relationally and hyper-relationally, there's only so many phone calls I can make in a day. There's only so many text messages I can send. And there's only so many lunches and coffees that I can have and that engagement but there's a lot of people I can reach using social. And that's really what I want to impress. So you're a new agent, you're starting out, you know, social media works, you want to get into it, but you're afraid to get started. What are the first things that you recommend agents who aren't as involved in social media as you and I are do to start? Just go cold turkey and just say, I'm doing it and become infatuated with it? Or is it baby steps? levels. I mean, I definitely think that you you can do it either way, right? There's different levels. You have to know your personality. I'm kind of an all in kind of a person and I'm just, you know, I think I'm going to write a book tomorrow. You know, I'm one of those people. You have to honor yourself, your personality. If you're a baby stepper, that's perfectly fine too. So first I think you need to honor your personality because if you try to force yourself to do something, it's probably not long-term going to work. And the other thing is, um, you know, sort of this mindset, because we often think, especially too in real estate, we have to take ourselves out of our industry and, you know, kind of look at things in a bit, a bit of a different light sometimes when we're trying to think about, uh, you know, marketing and connecting with people. But the same thing is true for, for social media where you have to sort of understand, okay, um, 
you know, I don't have maybe necessarily an exact roadmap. It's, I can't go one for one. Like if I do three posts on Facebook, then in two weeks, I'm going to get one lead. That one lead is going to be $10,000. There's not, there's not that there, but it's kind of like, and I know, I think the majority of the world can, you know, understand this. And, and I'm going to give two examples. One is being a parent, right? Like, I can't quantify how awesome it is to have my son in a number or a percentage, but I know it's awesome, right? Yeah. And there's been really great highs and super low lows. Yeah, right. <laughs> and or it's like going to the gym where you're like, but I've been lifting for three weeks and I've been watching what I'm eating and like nothing is moving on the yeah. scale. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're getting right. stronger. Yep. And you can run three miles now instead of, you know, one, one block, you were unable to even get around it. So there's other things that happen. And with social media, there are so many amazing things that can happen long-term. And I love in the most positive way possible, the lurkers. I've had right. people that have said to me at a conference, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to meet you. I've watched you for three years. I'm like, did you want to say hi? Like, yeah. did you want to drop a comment yeah. or a DM? I would love to have talked to you. And that's okay. Some people just aren't going to, yeah. but they're watching, they're, and they're watching and they're tuning in. And that's, that's also, you can't put a number or a value no. on that per se, that it's going to correlate exactly. And that's the difficult part about social media, unless you're doing sort of paid advertising and funnels the organic side of social media, the relationship side and the personal brand building side is difficult to say, here's how long you have to do it. Here's how many posts, because guess what? I still have to test. I'm yeah. still testing. I don't know. This one didn't go very well. Well, I'll try a different something, you know, on the, on the other time I post. So it, yeah. it's frustrating and challenging. It's just like learning golf or working out where you're just like, what's happening? <laughs> It's like anything else, building relationships take time. I always tell, and everyone that's listening to this podcast knows, I talk about when I started my career, I had to do probably three times more of the activities than I have to do right now, 18 years later, because I have trained my contact list for repeat and referral business. Mm -hmm. So social media, when I started doing stories and really getting involved in social media and thinking about it more from a education, how can I educate? How can I inspire? How can I be authentic? How can I be relatable? How can I connect with somebody? It didn't start out where I immediately got a bunch of messages and DMs. It took time for me to find my right. rhythm and mm -hmm. to find what my audience would react to. And what I've figured out, and I would love for you to expand upon this because I'm sure there's a reason this works, um, is what I found out is that people connect with me on the personal things. They connect with me on the coffee I'm drinking, on the wine I'm drinking, on my dog, on, I went last night to my friend who has a farm and her goats, and I got probably 35 DMs about goats. Mm -hmm. They don't connect with me on the real estate, but because they connected with me last night about goats, today, when I talk about real estate, they're going to hear it because I'm going to show up in their feed because of the algorithm, because Instagram or Facebook thinks we have a relationship now. Mm -hmm. And if I could just get every realtor to understand that if you just would share a little bit of who you are, you will connect with someone that you may not even know you're connecting with. And then when you talk tomorrow about your first time home buyer tips, that person's going to hear it. 
Then they're going to go to work and hear their coworker talking about buying a home and they're frustrated and they can't get, you know, traction or they're confused or they're stressed or they don't know where to start. And all of a sudden Chelsea's going to be, Oh my gosh, you got to talk to my friend Barb. She was just giving first time home buyer tips yesterday. Now Chelsea isn't going to respond to my first time home buyer tips, but she responded to the goats last night. Mm-hmm. So tell me yeah. why that works. <laughs> That's what I know happens in my world, but I know there's a reason why it works. Yeah. So I always say there's magic in the mundane, <clears throat> the, the mundane things that we do all day, every day. And you think about what do you talk about at the dinner table? It's not always like, Oh my gosh, you're never going to believe what happened today. Right. You're like, Oh my, I had to get new tires. That was, you know, not great. Uh, this happened. Oh yeah. Don't forget. I, I, I have, you know, this, we said we were going to go get this on the weekend. Those are the things that we talk about with our, our closest knit community are sort of these mundane things. The other thing is, um, when, you know, I, I travel, which has been a really long time now. I love to go to places that, that people will tell me there's great people watching. Why? Because we are humans. We like to observe people and, and it's just a built in human nature. That's why reality TV, when it used to be actual reality, <laughs> right? Uh, before it was scripted reality, yeah. That's why it's so fascinating. That's why we like documentaries and all of these types of things because it's very human and very relatable. And a lot of people are very afraid to create content because they have a stress level around it has to provide so much value. I have to be educating and value comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Value can be giving someone a smile. Value can, you know, say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you spelled that wrong on your story, which happens to me. <laughs> all the time. Yesterday I spelled something wrong and I was talking about spelling, which was even funnier. And instead of me saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I made a joke back and I misspelled my answer back to everyone on purpose. And we got into this, you yeah. know, funny conversation. So you know, it, 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 it doesn't have to be private, but it does need to be personal yep. in, in some ways. And it's funny because I know we're, we've been talking a lot about Instagram, but LinkedIn stories just came out this week. Yep. And I have got to tell you, I shared this with you before that when this, when I heard it was coming out, I pulled the community on LinkedIn and they were not happy it was coming. They thought this is going to make LinkedIn like every other platform, but by and large, they really felt that it was unprofessional. And I thought that was really quite surprising. I said, well, how does being human, you know, unprofessional? And, uh, you know, now that it's rolled out, it's, I, I'm feeling even more so that there are people that are, are feeling that way, even that now it's out. I thought, oh, well, maybe once it comes out and they kind yeah. of see what it is. Um, so it's interesting to me because I think there's still this division in your mind between you can't be human and professional. Mm. Um, and, and you can, and you can, Absolutely. you know, certainly not everything I'm putting on my Instagram reel is going to go on LinkedIn because you do have to honor the, the, the yep. audience and the, yeah. the format. Yep. Um, but there are things that there's a lot of things that I put on Instagram that would be perfect for LinkedIn behind the scenes. What am yep. I doing? My favorite apps, my favorite, you know, tools for marketing. Yep. All of that is professional. And guess what? Me being in it, I've had more messages and conversations on LinkedIn in the last three days than I've had in my last 12 wow. posts. My last 12 posts. Wow. It's That's interesting. It's incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and these are from people that are even complaining about it. Right. <laughs> Sending me messages. I'm like, well, you don't have to use them. 
but well, you're that's like one thing that I, I want to impress upon everybody when we're talking about building relationships is the only way to build relationships is to connect with people. And mm-hmm. the only way to connect with people is to have some kind of communication and dialogue with them. And so I know that I have been deepening relationships because of communication that happens because of something I put out there. And that's the key. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. It has to be a two way street. We'll talk about that. Right. But you got to give people an opportunity to connect with you. And it has to be more than yes. I just the three bedroom, two bath, 1500 square feet for 850,000. But here's the thing that people are missing about stories specifically. I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's on YouTube or where, wherever, every place has stories now. Okay. Yeah. When I, and you were too, because I've been in the industry 21 years back before we had social media and we didn't have DMS and we had, yes, as you call it before yes, we had to actually call people and knock on their door, which, yep. you know, was not my jam. I was very no, nervous no. about that. I was just yep. like, Ooh, I don't want like, what am I going to say? Like, Ooh, it's like, girl. I Me talk too. to these people in a while. Like, I don't want to be that, you know, I don't yep. want to come off as I'm just calling cause I need some business. Yep. And so I would stress about it. You know what I don't stress about? I don't stress about if I like, just imagine this happening in real life. Okay. Imagine we're in an elevator at a hotel and I walk into the elevator and you're standing there and you say, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I just got my dream job. And I'm going to be like, Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Congratulations. Right. That's a story. A cold call is walking into an elevator and there's a person in there and they're totally silent. And you're like, God, should I say something? Like, yeah. I don't know. What should Awkward. I say? This person is telling you what to talk to them about. It is the easiest way to talk to people and start a conversation because you're not wondering what to say. You don't even have to initiate it. They're obviously putting something out to the world, their coffee, their coffee mug, Starbucks, whatever it is. And you can talk about it. Yes. That's, that's insane to me. Like, I feel like that is like, that's the missing piece where I'm like, it's the elevator thing. Like, would you rather walk in and have that person tell you exactly what to say or just have this awkward, Oh, should I say something? Well, and, and you just hit it on the head. I, I make sure, especially the agents in my brokerage that they understand that this social media thing cannot be one-sided. It is not about you sharing all about you and spewing all about you. And then it, sitting back and waiting for people to respond. It's also you following your clients. And I always say your future clients, because mm-hmm. anyone that's in your social world can be a future client. Mm-hmm. It's about you engaging with them. It's about you caring about Mason. It's about you commenting on how cute his new glasses are. It's about you responding to one of Chelsea's coffee mugs. It's about you responding to her wine or the fact that she's watching 90 day fiance. And if you can't tell that I know things about Chelsea from what she's sharing on social media and we've created a relationship, then you're not paying attention right now. You need to hit the rewind button and listen to what I just said again. But the connections and the caring about someone else's personal life that they're sharing. And when people tell me all the time, I think we talked about this when we chatted on your podcast, when people say, Ooh, that's weird. That's creepy. You know, I'm like, no, they shared it on social media. I simply responded or connected the dots or took it a step further. You Mm -hmm. have to be interested in someone else's life. If you want to work relationally, you have to care about them more than a transaction. It's the motto of what I do and social media. Nothing has given me more opportunity to have those conversations with other moms, with other, you know, people that are in business with other people that are in the same community as me. Nothing has given me more opportunity than social media, specifically stories. 
Well, and it also gives you the opportunity to really delight people in the sense that, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't recommend this probably if you don't know people, but, you know, it still probably would work if you didn't really know them, if you were really trying to make a good impression. Um, but the people that you know, your past clients, maybe your potential clients, like you were mentioning, I know because you've done this for me, but I know you do it for other people too, is you will watch what is going on in their world and you will literally mail a gift mm-hmm. that has something to do with what has yes. happened in their life. Yes. And that's an opportunity where you're just like, oh my gosh, that is awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And so that's a way, like how else would you know that? Exactly. I mean, with so many clients, like unless you have four clients and you're brand new, you can't possibly keep up with phones and coffee and all that stuff with even 25 people. Yep. So yep. how else will you know if you're not looking at what they're posting? Obviously not everybody is, but no. the majority of people, yes. you know, and the, and the majority of people like to share, you know, birthdays and celebrations. And, uh, you know, if you find people like us that like to share all sorts of things. You can <laughs> lots of things. I just had somebody send me something fabulous the other day. It was like a shirt with wine on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I that shirt. I love that shirt. Well, it's, it's about building community and building relationships. And that's really, as, as you and I know, I know some people aren't going to believe this, but Facebook's real goal is to build community. Facebook's real yeah. goal is to honor and, and try to serve you up things that you're going to like or people that you are likely to have relationships with. And all of the stuff that we're talking about gives you a better chance if you're doing it with the right people. So you are absolutely correct, Chelsea. The second one of my clients posts something on their stories, I'm always responding and engaging with it. Not just because I'm looking for a real estate transaction, because they may not know someone right now that's looking to buy or sell a home, but because I actually care about them. Mm -hmm. And I actually do care about what their kids are doing or what their dog did or something funny that they posted. And when you care about someone more than a transaction, you're going to have more business than you could ever dream of. And again, There's no better platform to do this on than social. And let's talk about the social dilemma for a minute because that's the new thing that everyone's talking about. And here's my philosophy on it. None of it shocked me. And I'm actually really shocked that I have some friends that are shutting down their accounts because all of a sudden they didn't understand that artificial intelligence has been happening since catalogs were around. I mean, I remember being a young girl And the random catalogs that would show up on our doorstep. Why did the random catalog show up on our doorstep? Because my parents got a credit card to a certain store or because my parents got a catalog to another store or subscribed to a magazine. Friends, this has been going on forever. It's called marketing. Yeah, this is definitely, you know, the smart marketing, right? <laughs> it, right? But it has caused a frenzy out there. People are yeah. losing their minds over understanding that unless you don't want to carry around a cell phone, everyone's listening to you. And, you know, of course there's, there's positives and negatives to social media. Right. Um, and it's, it, I, I'm, I'm not sure how feasible it is. And again, I'm not an expert in this field, but I'm not sure how feasible it is to, to 100% completely lock down, um, unless you're off the grid because you, you'd have email and if you're on websites of any kind, I mean, all of those, websites are tracking your IP address. And, you know, we've heard of cookies before and sort of retargeting and there, those are things that have been going on for a number of years. And I don't, 
think that they will be going anywhere in the future. I think they will are here to stay and will most likely continue to get smarter. And I think in that movie, which is funny because I've actually said this quote before, I, I don't uh, remember who actually originated the quote, but someone in that movie did say, you know, they say if, if it's free, nothing's free. And if it is free, you're the product, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's true. Yeah. We are, we are, um, a data provider. Yeah, we are. We data are. Um, right. um, unless you're going to go off the grid and remove technology from your life completely, which I don't think any real estate agent could afford to do. Um, it is something that I think we have to be aware of, but Mm-hmm. I, I'm amazed at the people that buy into the clickbait. I just scroll past it. I know what it is. I know what they're doing. I know that the second I started talking about blue light glasses and I went to my doctor and got some blue light glasses and, you know, prescription version. And, um, I have blue light all in my feed for the last week. I just know that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and I understand. I mean, it, it, it does feel a bit, um, you know, quote unquote, rather. Yeah. that somebody might be listening, some, something might be listening. Um, what I will say though, is algorithms in general. And I, and I can't remember if like I wrote about this or something, it's all blurring into each other, but I do talk a lot about algorithms and, you know, just because it's an algorithm doesn't mean it's bad or evil exactly. because yeah. I appreciate algorithms. Yep. I would rather you show me three things that I actually want to buy or that I'm interested in than having to sift through a lot of things. So there are a lot of positives to AI and algorithms and all of that. Um, And, uh, you know, I I just, I I am, I would be surprised if, if social media platforms disappeared one day, I just can't imagine that, that they would, but you never know. You never know. know. Well, you're right. I've bought a lot of cute little dresses from boutiques and found out about little online stores. I didn't know about thanks to the algorithm that I'm very not need to be shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Let's transition really quickly into IGTV and reels. Yes. Okay. Okay. Two of my favorite topics. <laughs> right? I know. I know. That's why we need to talk about it because, okay, here's the thing. I love one of the, we're talking a lot about stories and a lot about engagement. We've talked a lot about the personal side, but there is an opportunity for real estate agents to shine in the education area using mm-hmm. IGTV and Reels. So let's talk about that. So IGTV and Reels, think of them as almost like polar opposites. Uh, reels is micro videos, 30 seconds max. Your IGTV videos are long form videos. I would say one minute minimum, and you can go up to 10, 20, 30. I wouldn't suggest going up to 60 minutes unless you're doing yeah. some sort of interview or something like that. But that's sort of like the ends of the spectrum. What's interesting to me about Instagram, and uh, I think I was just talking about this on a podcast, was that a lot of the articles coming out when, when Reels came out, people were like, oh man, just what we need, one more feature in Instagram. Yeah. We've already got a million of them and it's already confusing. Yes. But also too, I noticed that I spend more time on Instagram because if I get bored of looking at reels, I go to the explore tab and I get bored there. I go to stories and then I get bored there and I go to feed and then I get bored there and I go to IGTV. So I've got a lot of places I could be going, right? So that's great for them. So what I am promoting about reels and IGTV, number one, reels is brand new and they are trying to make this a hit in the biggest way. And I think they probably learned a little bit from IGTV because they they really tried to launch yeah. that. It didn't quite go off as, as it had hoped. And mainly because nobody had really used Instagram in that way before for long form video watching uh, like TV. Yeah. Um, but when they stole Snapchat, 
people had already used that. Yeah. They, they got what stories were. And so the same thing is happening with reels because other people have used TikTok. So they're yeah. like, oh, okay. So um, for the people who haven't used TikTok, I know it seems a little terrifying. And um, I have a, a how-to video that kind of yeah. walks by step on it. Yeah, it's a little bit terrifying because it's very different and there's a lot of buttons and it doesn't mean you need to push all of them. But even when something comes up on a screen and there's like five buttons, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but yeah. I don't even have to push any of those buttons. I can just yeah. record myself. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of things that are a little bit overwhelming and a little bit of a learning curve and it's stopping people from doing it. But I just want to impress upon you. Imagine if I knocked on your door 15 years ago, it was like, Hey, there's this thing called YouTube. I don't know. I think it's going to be a big thing. You probably right. should start a channel and that the people that started the channel now, right. Have their They're really happy. YouTube. And then the people who like, didn't were like, Oh yeah, I, gosh, I guess I probably missed the boat on that. Yeah. It's yeah. probably a little bit hard to get, you know, into now. So the reels, um, just huge early adopter advantage. Uh, it's very much like TikTok. It's a little bit like stories. Stories is more for the day-to-day -day behind the scenes, get to deep relationships with people. Whereas Reels is more for virality, growth, and reach because they're yep. pushing that out to the Explore tab. And not only the Explore tab of people you don't know, but they're pushing your Reels out multiple times to people that are already following you. Yep. So you're constantly showing up in that feed. And there's so many things you can do on Reels. I've done a few of them. They didn't come out great, but my first stories didn't come out. I did it. <laughs> so yeah. I, I look back at my first stories in the archive section and I'm like, wow, wow. do a, sto a story, a Reel today on, I don't know, the three things you do to make your podcast. I mean, that's what, something you're already doing. You're making a podcast today. Yeah. So Reel out of it. Right. Or I, I mean, I'm, I'm already in my head as a real estate agent and, and, and to all our listeners out there, uh, I'm new to this real thing too. And I'm not necessarily <laughs> jumping all in like, uh, Chelsea's are hysterical, by the way, you must follow her, but, um, you know, top five home buyer tips right now. Um, reasons your offer isn't getting accepted. Um, how to find a house in 2020. Um, what does it look like when you go show a house, do something with or, a mask and with what are these and songs that had the word house in it? Right. Like just finding songs that have the word house or home. And even if you did like a three or four second, you know, thing with that. It, well, and it, it, arguably showing a house. I mean, yeah. video pictures, um, you do the great, what is it called when you layer the things? Like you, you jump back in and it looks like you were there the whole time. Like when Oh, you, the align feature. Align feature, yeah. which you could easily do in a house, showing a house. Yeah. Um, it's just, it was, I think they call it, I'm not a filmmaker, but I think it's called like a jump cut where all of a sudden it goes from like one scene and like right into another one. Or if people have seen sort of TikToks or what have you, like maybe you've in a red shirt and then all of a sudden you're in a blue shirt yeah. or your house is dirty. And then all of a sudden you snap your fingers and yeah. it's clean. It's one of those uh, types of, of features that allows you to, to quickly edit and make it look like a seamless transition. I mean, my suggestion to all the real estate agents out there is go on a TikTok or reels because they're, I mean, they're not the same, but you can get the idea and just look up real estate agents, look up the different yeah. hashtags that people use for real estate and start looking at what some realtors are doing. Cause there's some creative, funny stuff out there and it's not, it's borrowing, it's an idea sharing, but it's going to be you. You're not them and you're not going to do it the same way. And you're not going to say, and if the exact you want to tag them and say, thanks for the inspo. Great. Exactly. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. IGTV. IGTV, in my opinion, is more YouTube like playlist, series, education, me sitting in my chair, giving, you know, the yeah. top, you know, tips right now for COVID to get your offer accepted. Right. What do you think yeah. about IGTV? I would make sure you have a cover photo and it needs to say exactly what your topic is. Because remember, if I have a freeze frame of your face smiling, that's great, but I have no idea what you're going to talk about. Yep. So also too, you have to remember, this is a, this is a dedicated tab. Both of these reels and IGTV are dedicated tabs on your profile. So two things that that, that tells me, number one is if I start seeing dedicated tabs on other people's profile and then I come to yours and I don't see it, I may not notice what's off right away, but it's kind of like highlights when highlights yeah. come out and people were like, Oh, they don't have, there's something off on this uh, profile. It just doesn't look right to me. Right. And now we expect to see highlights and the same thing is going to happen for that. And then remember you want people to deep dive your content. Yep. Maybe I don't want to watch two minute videos and maybe I want to watch 10 second reels. Okay. I'm going to go to your tab there and I'm going to look for it. Now, if I'm looking for buyer tips, I don't want to watch your seller tips. So if you don't have a cover photo on there, I don't know which ones I'm going to go to. So it's important to have cover photos on IGTV and on also reels for educational content. And also IGTV and reels are video. And so video, you're going to be able to create retargeting audiences, mm -hmm. custom audiences yep. and ads to those people. And if those people have seen your videos and your video content, they're probably going to remember you a little bit more than if they just saw a regular ad. Yep. And then um, IGTV specifically allows you to place clickable links, plural links that you can say, Hey, everybody, don't forget to go to my website and grab your guide or whatever it is. Yep. Instagram has never done that before. You cannot drop a link in any Instagram feed post. You can't, you have to say, go to link in bio, go do this. You have to have 10,000 people for the swipe up feature in stories, not an IGTV. Any person can drop one to as many links as they want. And I don't see a lot of people using that because I'm not hearing people say, Hey, don't forget to click the description and go to my link. Right. I mean, I just, I, I, I think that in order to be successful in social media, it's about using all the tools. It's mm -hmm. about, um, now it could be that you want to focus on one platform over the other. That's not my recommendation. I do believe that your audience is equal on Facebook and Instagram. If you're a real estate agent in 2020, no matter what the age demographics, don't tell me the younger ones are on Instagram and the older ones are on Facebook because I have plenty of clients who I would consider older who are on Instagram too. So it's not just, you know, one uh, I'm in the, the other. over category of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? we, we are, we are old. We are the same we age. We are in the older category. We're on the older category, but you, I mean, right. You know, I mean, I have, I have, I have some younger people who have said, I don't want to do Instagram and they're just still over on Facebook. It's a personal oh. choice. So I do believe you need to be on both platforms. I do. But you could deep dive into one or the other, but you, you can have a favorite. It's perfectly okay. It's not like your kids or your right. dog. You get to have a favorite because you didn't make Facebook or Instagram. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you need to, just like over on Facebook, we didn't talk a ton about Facebook, but you need to be doing Facebook live. You need to be uploading video. You need to be doing stories over there. Like there are so many opportunities to connect. And I completely agree with you, Chelsea. We need to have a variety of things because when someone comes to binge your content because they were just referred to you, if I'm just referred to someone and they've got an Instagram whether business profile, personal, whatever, I'm going to go to their highlights. I'm going to look at it. They have any stories posted. I'm going to scroll through their feed. I'm definitely going to pop on one of their IGTVs. And if they have reels, I, I might look at that too. 
I'm going to look at everything and it's going to give me an idea if this person is someone I want to work with or not, or that mm -hmm. I want to pick up the phone and call, or I want to send a private message. And I guarantee you guys that when you get referred to somebody, they are Googling you and looking you up on all the platforms before they even call you. So mm -hmm. my question is, how are you showing up? And we got to remember that not everybody quote unquote Googles because each, each has its own Google. Yes. I might be LinkedIn-ing you. LinkedIn -ing. You're Instagram absolutely correct. You. And so, you know, how are you showing up, up there? And it doesn't mean you have to be overwhelmed and be everywhere in all the places. If somebody yeah. really is interested in finding you, they're, they're going to be like, they're not going to say, gosh, I just checked Instagram. Yeah find them. I don't know anywhere else. I agree. No, I mean, they're going to go to Facebook. They're going to Google. Like if somebody wants to find you, they will find you. Right. But, um, it is nice that, you know, if you do show up and for me, you know, now that I like to do reels and it's funny because that's where you're going to see a lot of my personality. Um, oh yes. Go to reels. Now I do a lot of educational stuff, but the ones that aren't educational, I, it's funny to me because I know a lot of people that have commented for years and they've watched my stories are like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that you were, you know, so funny. And I'm like, well, have you been watching my stories? Am I not funny in my stories? I'm like, uh, okay. But so, you know, and I just, that's just me. So, but it's nice though, because if somebody just sees that, then the people that are like me and like that personality, they were probably going to be drawn to that. And then I know we're going to get along because- yep. They think my sense of humor is funny or what have you in mind absolutely for everyone, obviously. So yeah. Few seconds on consistency. Let's talk about consistency. If you're not consistent in any, really anything you do in business has to be consistent, whether it's mailing postcards, sending emails, making the phone calls, going and seeing the people, it has to be consistent, but social or, media. Yeah. Or writing your Peloton. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Why can't I just write it once a year and just be like, wow, that was great. <laughs> and I got all the, all the health benefits from one time. Yes, that I know. Well, and you know, like, like the Peloton consistency doesn't mean daily. Doesn't mean you have to go for a 20 mile ride every single day. Maybe you get on every other day and go for a 10 minute ride. Um, so, you know, consistency doesn't mean daily, but it does mean that you have to have some modicum of showing up on a semi-regular basis. And it doesn't mean that you have to necessarily post even on a regular basis. Yes. It means you have to go in and talk to people yes. on a regular basis. Yes. Quality over quantity. If that's not mm -hmm. one thing I've heard from you a million times over, it's quality over quantity. My other advice from my personal perspective as a practicing real estate agent is it has got to be about you and getting to know you and what it's like to work with you and not about your listings because yeah. the only person who cares about the listings you're selling are the people that are buying or selling them. Now, do you need to market property? Absolutely. And is social media a great place to do that? 100%. But just because I'm marketing my three bedroom, two bath, 1500 square foot listing I just took, I'm not expecting to get referrals from that post right? Mm -hmm. That's not how someone's going to connect with me. Right. And you could get referrals from that post. You never oh, know. Absolutely. And you don't just have to have a pretty picture that says just listed. There's all sorts of creative things that you can do, you know, with, with a house. You could make well, you, a, a you parody taught me, movie. You, you taught me to tell the story behind <laughs> the transaction. You taught me to tell the story behind the house. Why are they listing? Where are they going? What's their situation? What's unique about the house? What's special about the community? When, when they're buying, when you're sharing a just sold and you've got a cute picture of the family, don't just say, oh, you know, the Pites family just bought a four bedroom house in, you know, XYZ, Arizona. 
no, Chelsea and Brian came to me because they needed to get Mason into a different school or Chelsea and Brian right. came to me because they wanted indoor outdoor living and we found the perfect home. Tell the story behind what you Chelsea did. wanted a 300 bottle wine refrigerator <laughs> and it was the only house that would accommodate that. <laughs> oh my gosh, you absolutely kill me. Oh <laughs> my goodness. That is I mean, that is true. I did buy this house because it had a wine fridge built in. (laughs) Well, there is nothing wrong with that. I I will remodel everything else. This stays. Right? (laughs) And anyone who watches you or I on the social platforms knows that we love to drink wine. So there's... There's no argument there. This, well, Chelsea, this has been a wealth of information. I'm sure, I hope people are going to have to listen to this again because they didn't catch everything. Um, and I know that you are very easy to connect with, but tell everyone where to connect with you. And you also offer something that's very unique that I believe you're still offering. So why don't you share Yes. Yeah, so best place to find me is Instagram. Unfortunately, I've capped out on Facebook and they don't allow me any more friends. I do have a Facebook business page. You can find me everywhere by my name. And I know Barb's going to put that in the show yep. notes. If you have kind of an unusually spelled last name, it's Pites, P-E-I-T-Z. Um, so you can find me at Chelsea.Pites on Instagram, on all the socials actually. And um, I have a podcast called The Voice of Social Sales, which you have guested on. Yes. I have a book called What to Post. And you can find all of these links in my Instagram bio. And yes, I do offer a free Instagram bio audit. So you just have to come and follow me. Tell me that you found me from Barb's podcast and you'd like your audit. (laughs) And you do a great job with that. You do a fantastic job with that. Okay, really quickly, rapid fire. What's your favorite book you're reading right now? Oh my gosh. You know, it's more of a book that I'm listening to because I haven't read an actual book in a long time because I've been doing Audible so let me open up my Audible and take a look. I just started reading, and I, I haven't gotten into it, but it's called The Future is Faster Than You Think, Ooh. which is about technology, I believe. And so I have it, I just started it. I'm on, like, chapter one. Um, and that's, like, you know, I haven't really been reading much other than, you know, listening to podcasts these days. Right? I know. I should, I should ask everyone their favorite podcast. Okay, so when um, we can travel again – where's the first place you're going? Oh my gosh. I have a list. I absolutely want to go to Monterey, California. I want to go wine tasting. Oh, I think those are my two places anywhere in like Napa or Sonoma. I mean, you know, that's yep. jam. So that those right are with you, girl. I kind of want to be someplace that's kind of chilly maybe and right? have like jacket on and yes, go wine yeah. tasting. Yeah. Well, the good news is the wineries are open. So that could be a fall trip for you. <laughs> open. They are very much open in California. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Chelsea. You are um, just a blessing to me and my life. And I know that everyone that now is connected to you and, and maybe hearing for you for the hearing you for the first time or they're hearing you again. And, and now they know where to find you and connect with you and know how brilliant you are. So I appreciate all you do for the real estate industry. You really do have a giving heart. Um, that is beyond your full-time job for what you, what you do on a daily basis. And, um, I appreciate you. And as always, friends, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Please leave us a five-star review. We are very grateful for those. And until next time, we'll see you soon. 